You're listening to the Client Magnet Marketing Podcast, and I'm your host, business coach and marketing mentor, Whitney Barbary. On these episodes, I'm going to dive into all things marketing and the mindset you need to become a client magnet that creates clients and cash on repeat. You ready to make six figures together? Let's go. Hello there. So I've got a little treat for you. I am re-releasing an old podcast episode. Not super old. It came out in early fall of 2021. I interviewed my longtime client and friend, Lori Harrell. Um, At this point, we've been working together about a year and a half. At the time of the recording, we've been working together for a little over a year. And Lori has such a way with consults. Some people call them sales calls. I call them consultations with her clients. And she just has this amazing mindset around consultations. And she shows up so powerfully on the consultations in service of the clients. I actually had her come into an old program of mine last year and coach my students on consults. And even just listening to her coach them on consults, I was like, Lori, you have to come on my podcast and talk about your mindset around consultations and how you show up in service and what you think about consults and believe about them and how you approach them. And so you guys know, about two months ago, I rebranded the podcast and erased all my old episodes and I am re-releasing this one. There are a couple old episodes that I am pulling out of the archives that will be re-released on this podcast because those episodes were just way too good to get rid of and this is one of them. So you're going to get to listen in while me and my longtime client, Lori Harrell, talk about how she's able to show up so powerfully on consults and get so many yeses because of the way she shows up in service of the client, even if that means sometimes she has to say the hard things and stand for their beliefs and their dreams, even when the client or the potential client is having a hard time doing that. So you're going to get to tune into that today. It's a little bit longer of an episode, but it was so good. And then also, if you are not on the waiting list for my life coaching certification, um, Looking at my year, I think my my goal was to open up the certification twice in 2022, but I also had planned on opening up the certification in January. I'm not opening up the certification till March, and we will start in April. So it's looking like I will only be offering that certification potentially one time this year. It's looking highly probable I'll only offer it one time this year. So there will only be 10 spots. This last round, I took 20 students and it was a lot. Um, And I want to be able to give my students the attention and the mentorship that I feel comfortable with when I send these coaches out into the world under Whitney Barbary Coaching's um, name. I want to know that they've been mentored and they've been trained and they're fully prepared. So this time around, I will be capping it at 10 students and the applications will go to my wait list first. You can actually get on the wait list by going to WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash cert wait list, C-E-R-T wait list, WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash cert wait list, or you can just go to the show notes right now, get on the wait list because those applications are going to open up to the wait list before they open up to the public. Also, if you're on the wait list, you're going to get bonuses that will not be offered to the public. This is going to be a six-month mentorship. You are going to be one of the most powerful coaches um, in the industry. 
once I send you out. Um, it is a fraction of the cost right now that is going to be in the future. And so I highly recommend you get on that wait list. Look for the applications to be opening up in March. If you're ready to start a new career as a life coach, or if you already are a coach and you just want to coach your clients more powerfully, I'm going to train you to do that. I'm going to teach you all my ways. So go to the show notes or go to WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash cert waitlist and be looking um, over the next week or two. I'm going to be opening up applications. So, all right, let's tune into the episode. Tell the people who you are. I am Lori Harrell. I am a midlife transformation coach. I live in Canada and mm. I am a student of Whitney's. I am one of her coaches and she has been in my life for over a year now. And yeah, we have well, been longer than together. that. But... And yeah. <laughs> we'll, get it, we'll get into that. Okay, let's get into that <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's who I am. I am just excited to be here and talk about all the things that we are going to talk about. Yeah. So with, take it away. Tell yeah. me what you want to ask me. You know what I was going to say too, because you said, oh, I'm a student of Whitney's and she is, and she is also my friend. Um, yes. My clients are my friends. Most of my clients are my friends. That's Some true. of them doesn't really go that way, but most of my clients are my friends. And I actually, that's a cool thread to pull because I am in some other coaching groups with some very high level coaches that make a lot of money, make more than me. So they know what they're doing and they are very adamant that they are not here to be their client's friend and whatever, like whatever it works for you. Um, I just don't do well with looking at my clients like numbers and not friends. So I just sort of throw that out there. I'm like, yeah, she's yeah. a student and she's been a client for a long time, like a year, but my clients truly are my friends, especially because Lori's in my mastermind, especially my mastermind clients, because that hub that container is like family. And those girls in there are, might be closer than they are with me. I don't know, because they all connect outside of it. So it's like, I actually think that's important. And that's an unpopular opinion that I have yeah, we in the coaching actually, industry. Yeah. In the mastermind, we are like friends for sure, especially in our mini pods, like in our mm -hmm. sister circles, we are definitely close. Like the two women that I'm with, mm -hmm. I'm very close with. We know a lot about each other's lives. Um, outside of the coaching business that we that we all have um, but with with Whitney like with you I just feel like you you come at the whole coaching situation as you know a good coach and as yeah. a master coach but you also have that familiar I don't even know what you call it essence about you that yeah really, make, really makes you want to um, get better and wants to not not that we're looking for approval or anything like that no. but, but because you are family and because you are friends um we just we we give you permission we give you the permission to speak into our lives and mm. to kick our butts when we need kicking <laughs> right and and you're kind about mm -hmm. it but like it's like no sister like this is you you got to do this kind of thing and i think that those of us who signed on for that that's what we're expecting and if we, <laughs> yeah. if we wanted a different thing, we would be with a di different coach. And that's just, yeah. right. So I'm, I'm with the coach that fits me the best. And that's where I, that's how it all fits together. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is so key when yeah. the people that signed up for that, exactly. And we will 
dive into that because I, it is part of your story is this is what I was going to say. There are, there have been seasons of my business where it's, and people get really triggered when I say like, oh, it's because you're not being authentic. That's why you attracted those people. And they're like, I'm authentic because we just automatically assume that the opposite of authentic is like fake or you're lying or you're like not being yourself at all. Like we, we think it's basically lying or being fake. And I'm like, no. And me and you coached on this and you really hit this stride. I guess it would have been this year, right? Cause this year was yeah. over. So it was sometime this year where it was like, no, it's not that you're not being yourself, but you're like this 75, 80% of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this other 20% where you're not being yourself. And that was you specifically. Some people, there's kind of this graduation when people come work with me where it's like, sometimes they show up to work with me. Actually, not sometimes, most of my clients, this is true because this is the kind of people I track because this is what I do. They're being like 30% themselves and like 70% somebody else. And then as we work together, it's like, okay, now they're being 50% themselves. Yeah, they grow. Yeah. So, but what I was going to say was, I mean, I'm dog, (laughs) if she hits my, if she hits my headphones, it, it'll make a, we won't hear it on here, but when you listen to the recording, you'll hear a a rustling in the microphone. You'll hear. Um, so if you guys just heard that, I apologize. That was my dog. Um, what was I saying? Oh, there have been seasons in my business where I was not being hundred percent myself. And it's, and it's funny. Cause when you're doing it, it's like, and maybe this will resonate with you and I'll have you speak to this in a minute is like, you notice it, but you don't like in the moment you're like, no, I'm totally being authentic. But when someone points it out or it comes up in coaching, you're like, dude, no, I'm totally not being myself. It's like, you knew deep down but on the surface, you really feel like, no, I'm like totally being myself. Look at me. I'm being all vulnerable on Facebook yeah. and like saying all the things and I speak my mind. And then it's like, oh my God, you're right. So there are times where I've had people that were not here for my style of coaching. Yeah, and absolutely. You can get frustrated at them, but really I had to take a step back and say, well, when I brought this person into my space, when I signed this client, where was I at? Because somewhere, how was I showing up that I brought this person into my life? They didn't just appear here magically. Exactly. And I think it's all about your energy, right? It's all about how you show up. And I actually, it was funny that we're bringing this up. And I mean, I knew we were going to talk about this, but I just happened to have one of my old journals Hmm. out on my desk beside Hmm. me. And, And it says, and this was actually from my sister circle, and I wrote it in capital letters. I have nothing to lose. Don't curate my content and don't write perfect content and don't, don't show up perfect because I'm not perfect. And so showing up as your authentic oh, no. self and Whitney, you always say, you know, show up as your full flavored self. And some people get really offended by that because they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to see the full flavored us. No. But you know what? when we don't show up like that, they can feel it. They can, they can sense it when they read the copy, they can go, Oh, that, that sounds like Lori, but there's Mm -hmm. something not quite right about her words or about her sentence structure. I mean, maybe they don't go that deep into it, but I know when I read my copy back to myself or when I'm coaching and I, 
and I'm trying to like carefully choose my words and, you know, not offend or whatever, it, it doesn't feel like me. So what you said earlier about, you know, like, you know, you know, deep in your soul that it's not you. And so I think it's really important to, to recognize that when you show up in your appropriate energy for whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're doing, and I don't mean appropriate, like perfect. I mean, appropriate, like, like it's just you. Um, It's noticeable and people are attracted to it. And if they're not attracted to it, then they're not your people. No, exactly. And And that is something that you have coached me on like multiple times, right? It's like, you know what, Lori, if they're not here for it, then they're not your people. And that's okay because there's billions of people in the world. And because we live in a global society. Yeah, exactly. Like they're going to find you. Yeah, exactly. They're going to find you, whoever they are. Actual billions. I love that you said that. So it's funny because we could like go off on a tangent now, but let's go back to the beginning. Well, okay. First of all, because I want you to be able to share because your niche is powerful. You said you are what, what kind of coach? What exactly? I am, I am a mid, I call myself a midlife transformation mm, coach. Yes. Tell so, us what that means. So that means that I coach transformation for women in midlife. So all of my clients mm-hmm. are women. Um, I chose that niche because I am a woman and because it resonates with me and because I am my client. I am like my first pass at this whole thing. And I came into this coaching sphere because of things that were happening in my own life. Um, I was a personal trainer before I became a life coach. And what I recognized when I was a personal trainer was that my clients needed more than just physical help. They needed mental help. They needed um, not mental health. They needed mindset help. They needed, well, um, yeah, yeah. I some know of them, mean. some of them needed mental help. Some of them really had mental health yeah, issues really, that yeah. they needed somebody to talk to. And I ended up being like that bartender kind of person or that hairdresser, you know, when you tell your secrets to all these people mm-hmm. and I was that person, it was like, wow, there's something more to this. Like, and that's when I made the connection about mind, body, spirit. And so the transformation that I hope for my clients and I want for my clients is all about that mind, body, spirit alignment. And so that's the transformation that they get. And because I am a woman in midlife, those are the people that I resonate with. Those are the people that resonate with me. And I, and I understand them. I understand the the ones that are younger coming into it. And I understand the one, I understand the ones that are like my age going out of it kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. What what age group is midlife? I mean, I know, and I know there's nuances to it. Like it, it could be, you may say this age to this age, but it could apply to this. But when people think of that, like, what is your demographic of women that you seek are coming to you? Maybe I should say, like, who are you attracting? I would say that I'm attracting ladies in their late forties into their early fifties. That's typically, um, now I do have a few people that follow me that are, you know, like 42, 40, you know, in their early forties. Um, and they've had, you know, um, because I deal with a lot of menopausal women, um, there's a lot of, of younger women who are going through because of circumstances or surgeries or whatever, they're going through menopause early in their forties. And so they are coming to me as well. Um, But yeah, I, I just, I feel like it's, it's an interesting time for women. And it I, is. Think, I think a lot of people don't 
we don't prepare for it. We just think, you know, it's like our, it's like our old grandmas or our old moms used to say to us, oh, the change is coming. And we call it the change, right? And it's like this ooh, ooh, you know, kind of like <laughs> doom and gloom kind of thing. And, and it doesn't have to be that way. If you can figure out all the hormonal things, and if you can figure out the sleep and the diet and the body changes and all that stuff, it can be like one of the most exciting phases of your life. And yeah. that's what jazzes me up when I coach women, because I'm like, no, you got to get out of these doldrums, girl. Like this is, <laughs> this can be an exciting time for you. You know, like your kids are gone, which makes some women really sad. Um, that's the whole empty nest thing. But like, once I start coaching them and help them realize, like, you have all this extra time in your life now that you're not worried about kids. Now, what are you going to okay. do with it? And I say this to my clients all the time, you know, my, my grandmother died at 103 mm. and I'm 56 now. That means I have potentially like another 40 years, call it, to live on this earth. What am I going to do with that time? And that's what I say to my clients. Like, what are you going to do with that time? Like, are you going to just sit there in your rocking chair and just like, you know, squeak on the front porch? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I that's not what I want for my life. And, and you know what's interesting? All, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was no, what that. I was going to say was like you, well, a second ago when you said you're like, if they're not for you, they're not for you. Right. There may be people that I don't, I mean, we, neither one of us know, right? Like, I don't know what their life was before menopause. Maybe their life legit was crazy. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, Lori, I would like to eat, 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 eat like on the porch for the next 40 years. <laughs> Great. You're, yeah. you're, what you're saying is, look, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, this is like what I'm doing over here. So this exactly. is for this particular woman. And she's looking at the next 40 years, like, hmm, I could literally do anything I wanted. Yeah. I anything actually call I it, wanted. I actually call it their midlife awakening. I know. I love that, it. And that's what I call my group coaching program, the midlife awakening. And, um, my Facebook group is called the midlife awakened woman. And I just, I just love that terminology because it really is about you like waking up to the possibilities in your life. I and it's just it. like, why, why wouldn't you want that? And so I don't some, know. People, some people don't like you, like you just said, and those people are not for me or I'm not for them. And that's fine. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of women out there that, that just know in their soul that there's more to the rest of their yeah, life than what they're they giving do. themselves. They know. And they're, they're, they're yearning for it and they just don't know where to go. And that's where I come into this. That's where I come into the picture when they, yeah. when they hear about me or they see me on my lives or they, you know, however they find me um, and they listen, they're like, Oh, okay. She gets it. Or, Oh, she just said something that like speaks to my soul or whatever. And that's, you know, that's how it happens, you know? That's, I actually like that you led into that. Um, what do you think is the most powerful part of coaching? Because there, there's a lot of people that don't, like we forget sometimes because we're in the industry, we forget that there's a lot of people that are still going, yeah, I keep hearing people talk about life coaches. What is that? I don't, what do you, what is that? Like for you, what do you love about, what you do with your clients? Like what makes it coaching to you? I, I love the, um, 
Well, I'm a born encourager, which is mm. interesting because I'm not good at encouraging myself, <laughs> but I am good at encouraging others. So I'm a born encourager. I think that's one of my spiritual gifts. Um, yeah. And I, but I would say my favorite part about coaching is seeing the aha moments, the light bulb moments. When you're mm. coaching somebody and you've been at it for weeks with them or months with them, and you know, you've, you've, you've worked on their mindset and you've worked on other mm. things with them. And then all of a sudden you're in a coaching moment and you can see, like, you can see it on their face almost like their eyes brighten. It's almost like their ears perk up totally. and, they, and they, and they're like, Oh, and they usually let out something like that. Like, Oh, or, Oh my gosh. Or I just got that. Or you're kidding. I didn't get this for months. And now all of a sudden I'm getting <laughs> like, it's, it's that aha moment that is like, ah, like the angels sing kind of thing. And that's it happened totally with does. me, with you, where you've coached me on something. And I've been like, no. No, no, for weeks. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, okay. And I don't know whether it's like God ordained or what it is. It's just timing. It's kismet. I don't know what it is. Call it whatever <laughs> you want to call it, but it's true. It's that aha moment. I think that's the most powerful part about coaching. And then when they get that aha moment, then you can work on the results with them, right? Like then you can work because we, we, I mean, you and I both coach on the model, right? And that's mm -hmm. the circumstances and the thoughts and the feelings and the actions and the results. And so once they have that aha moment, it's like, okay, well, what, what is the next best step for them? And that's when you coach them through that. And then you coach them through, okay, well, what are the results that you think you're going to get? What are the results that you want to get? What are the results that you feel you have to have in order for this to continue being an aha moment for you? Mm -hmm. And I think that is, that's super exciting to me. And when people come to me with, you know, they haven't had a coach before it's, they don't really know what's going to happen. And I think they're really kind of a little like reticent and kind of yeah. scared, mm -hmm. but then when, once they get into it and they start having those, even if it's just a mini aha moment, it's like, oh, that's what this is all about. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep coming back. Cause I like that feeling. I like that feeling yeah. of, oh, I could change my life it's, it's, it's all about the possibilities. Yeah. Oh, possibilities. It is literally one of my favorite words. That's my word I, for 2021. I know. I love that word. And you know what? Have you even thought about, which I guess this would be more for like a coaching session, but we can do it here. Have you thought about what you've really created this year? Um, because that was your word. Like you, I remember you saying that, have you really thought about I, I don't know the word I'm looking for. You channeled that. What am I trying to say? Possibility. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a good this word. This has been I your year that. of like, oh, you mean this was possible? It was like, you're getting all these results and you're realizing like, oh my God, this is possible. Th and this is possible. And well, I did this. So apparently this is possible too, because I freaking did it. Exactly. I actually need to go back and we do this with you in our coaching. I'm in our mastermind, you know, like you send us weekly, you know, um, mm -hmm. I forget what you call it. Deep dives. Deep dives. Yeah. I make and, them. And we, yeah. And we go, yeah. You make us go back every week and go, okay, what were your wins this week? What were your, you know, what were the things that weren't so great? And you know, what were the things in your business that were great? What were the things in your life that were great or, or not so great or whatever? And, and then we do it monthly as well. And so I probably do need to go back and, and, you know, year. look at those and kind of look at my year and go, okay, well this, you know, like we were still in the middle of a pandemic 
we still kind of are, um, in January, February, March, whatever. But come, come the summertime, that's when I really felt like I kind of hit my stride. Yeah. And I don't know why, because the summer was full of all kinds of like breaks from my business. Yeah. And uh, that's I remember, probably why. I remember, yeah, we, my daughter, my youngest daughter got married at the end of August. Finally, she was supposed to get married last year in 2020, but didn't because of the pandemic. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember you and I coaching on it and saying like, oh my gosh, Whitney, I'm taking time off from my business. Like what's going to happen? Uh, uh, uh. And then it was just like, you know what? Yeah. It's okay. Like I am, I am the owner of my business. Uh, you and I talk about it all the time. I am the CEO of my business and I get to make the choices. I get to, to make the decisions. And that was more important to me at the time was to be there in person, in, in present, you know, be present for all of the festivities that were happening with my daughter. Yeah. And so that was good. But once the wedding was over, it was like, I just really kind of hit my stride in September. Mm -hmm. And things really started happening. And it was, it was just really amazing. And you and I've talked about this and you talk about this a lot with our mastermind. It's like the garden of value that you talk mm -hmm. about all of those things that we, that we plant and that we sow, you know, months and weeks and months before it takes time for them to germinate. It takes time for people to follow you. It takes time for people to see you. It takes time for people to understand who you are and what you're, what you're all about. And, and those are the things that you're growing as you consistently put your content out there or show yeah. up on a live or whatever it is you're doing. And that's what's happened with me. And I, I, I'm just blown away by, again, by the possibilities of, yeah of the fact that I've done all this planting and now I'm starting to reap the rewards. I'm starting yeah. to harvest, if you will, I'm starting to harvest those people, you know? Yeah. I'm making a note because you're saying some things and I'm like, Oh, we got to go back to that. For <laughs> sure. Um, but I actually love that you said that because that will transition into how, okay. How long have we been working together? Has it been like exactly a year now? Did, no, it's been you, just over a year because okay. I think I started it's like August, September. I think September? It was, yeah, like we, okay. we, I'm still we finally solidified September. in August and I think we started in September 2020. <laughs> finally solidified. Yeah, that's what I was going to dive into. That's because, what we were going to call it. I know you were. <laughs> um, well, I wasn't probably going to. That's a, uh, I shouldn't say a nice way. I wasn't going to say it in a mean way, but I'm like, oh, solidified. That's a very fancy way to say like you were circling the drain. <laughs> Um, but it, it actually proves exactly what it, and me and Lori laugh about this all the time because you are the example of so many things that your brain is telling you, like, is yeah. it true? And I'm like, really? Because look at you, Lori, like you're literally the example of like <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you could possibly be going on. So what we mean by that is, um, I don't remember how long it was, but it was a decent amount of time. Well, first of all, how Before did we... I signed on with you? You mean? Yeah. Like oh, it's, you it had were... to have been six months it at had least to have been at least. Yeah. Because you were showing up to a lot of my, like you, we were kind of already friends as in like social media friends, right? Like we had had yeah, some yeah. conversations and DMS, you were coming to free trainings. And when you would come to my free, like workshops and master classes, you would always engage. So we were like talking, um, yeah. 
how do we find each other for one? It had to be, I don't even remember, but it had to have been in a Facebook group. That's the only I place. I honestly I really don't even remember, Whitney. I think it had, it had to, have to have been in a Facebook group. It had to, because I don't meet people any other way. Yeah. And I think you must have commented about something or I commented on something and you were like, girl. And then, and I mean, <laughs> Whitney, Whitney and I are like... <laughs> probably 20 years difference like she could be my daughter yeah you're like if I, yeah which is we're like weird. doppelgangers but, if, but, we're just... but we're but we're so close in personality and we're yeah. so close in 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 our friendship and it was just weird like there was an instant connection but yeah. I I like you said circled the drain I sat on the fence for months talking yeah. to Whitney and she finally I don't know if she got just fed up with me or what but she just I got, I, like, let me tell you I got coached on it I had I went to my mastermind and I got coached on it in front of my entire mastermind you're like I got this woman and she is just and Samantha was like why don't you just say something to her and I was like because I don't want to be rude and she was like okay well that's not serving her or you like I was like right. okay fine I'm gonna say something but it's here's the thing like I don't want to give people permission to circle the drain when they really no. need to be getting help. But absolutely. Some people need to circle the drain. Like it is part of their process. They they have to, whatever their process is in their mind of like, because if someone's circle, okay, we should probably clarify what we mean by this. So somehow we met in a Facebook group. Let's touch right. on this first. Cause you said something key where you were like, you know, she commented on something and there was just an instant connection. And yeah. this goes back to, you have got to be yourself. Yeah, because absolutely. that is what like Trista, I have a client Trista that has been with me almost as long as you, I think yeah. me and her are coming up on her year. And, um, it was the same thing. She'll tell you, she literally, uh, we were in a Facebook group. It wasn't even a business Facebook group. It wasn't for coaches. She wasn't even an entrepreneur. It was in a Facebook group for Christian wives. And I commented on something and she literally said, who's this Whitney chick? Like she's hilarious. And friend requested me on Facebook and then found out I was a life coach because of all my posts about my business and reached out to me. I mean, within like a week, I think, and booked a consult and she's been in my world ever since. Yeah. Um, but you have to be yourself. So me and Lori just like connected. So that was how it started. And then, so you're saying you think it was probably a solid six months of you, like us kind of like, I think we did have conversations in the DM before we, did, we ever we talked did about have a, Like we did have a formal consult and did honestly, we? This, yeah, we did. We'd had a formal consult <gasps> and it's interesting because That's right. on the formal consult, we talked a lot about, cause I would have hired Whitney in a second. Like mm -hmm. if it would have just been mm -hmm. me and my spontaneous, like, yeah, I'm going to do this kind of thing. Actually, but, I'm saying, mm -hmm, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I really didn't know that. I would have hired her in a, in a second, but what was holding me back was my scarcity mindset. Uh, yeah, and and Whitney and I coached on that <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. And she finally, like she said, got coached on it herself and went and came back to me and said, uh -uh, Lori, enough already. And yeah. she did it in the kindest, most gentlest, like coaching way. And just said, no, like you need to have this conversation about money and your mindset and everything else. And then you can come back to me and we can talk about this some more. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. And I, I just, I had the conversation with my husband about my scarcity mindset. And then I went back to Whitney and I just said, okay, I'm going to need some more help with the scarcity <laughs> stuff, but we're on, like, let's do this. Yeah. And yeah. That was a year ago in September. 
so I'm, th this is really good. I'm actually making notes. Cause I'm like, I don't want to forget. Cause we'll go back to that. Cause it's all important. Um, I was like, where do I want to go? Cause there's so many places I could go. And it's I know. All, like, it's all gold nuggets is the thing. Um, this is going to be helpful for a lot of people because me and you have coached on this. I don't have a, I do not have a single client ever. I've never had a client that I have not had to coach on this is we don't see the instant results of the showing up of the putting out content of the building relationships. And the devil always likes to come tell us it's not yeah. working girl, give Absolutely. it up already. And so what if think about this, what if I would have wrote Lori off because she didn't sign up after the consult. Like she didn't just go like, okay, let's do this and pay. And I do remember that we did have a consult because that's, we had the con here's the thing you circled the drain. Uh, how do I want to say it? You before the consult, you were kind of like, cause here's the thing. I have very strong discernment. That's just, you know, that's one of the gifts of, 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 in the Bible. And I, that's one that I know I have, I don't know if I have any others, but I know I have that one because God <laughs> just shows me things as in like, I can just kind of pick up on. So I will say this and I'm kind of telling on myself, but before someone hires me, I usually know it's coming because I can pick up on it. I, I yeah. just can. And so by the way, you and I were conversing and the way you would like the very specific post of mind that you would engage with the, yeah. you kept showing up to the trainings. You were always very engaged in the trainings. You were commenting, you were asking questions. You were popping up in my DMS. You were like, I, I was like, Oh, it's coming. She's circling the drain because it took yeah. a while. It was months of her coming to free trainings, being very engaged in my Facebook group. And I know we had conversations in the DM because you yeah, have been on my podcast did. before when we yeah. talked about your life. So I knew it was coming. Then we had the console and then you really started circling the drain because you were like, I remember now you were like, okay, I want to do this. And I remember, yes, I remember the console because you had a scarcity mindset and yep. you needed to have a conversation with your husband. And we coached on that on the yep, console. We did. And yep. I remember actually saying to your face, of course, I want to work with you, but even more important than you ever paying me and hiring me is like, you need to work through this. Yeah. Oh, you, you did a hundred with Andrew. You had and that, that conversation. Is, yeah. I was like, but here's yep. what I want to point out. I see so many coaches treating their clients and potential clients like dollar signs. And it's all about like, Ooh, I'm going to coach her to like exactly what to say to her husband so no. she can get him on board so she can pay me. And I always tell my clients, like you, when someone gets on a consult with you, this may be the only time they ever talk to a coach. Cause if they don't hire you, you may be the one and only life coach they ever have an interaction with. I agree. So you have to show up and serve them. And so for me, I remember telling Lori, like, of course I want you to hire me, not for the money. I see what we could do together, but more importantly, there is a thread here that really needs to be pulled. And with your scarcity mindset and a conversation you and your husband need to have. And I want to see you go do that. And honestly, like for everybody listening, that was life-changing. Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, we've talked about it and it was, it was relationship changing between Whitney and I, because I didn't feel like a dollar sign. I yeah. felt like she truly cared about my life and my relationship with my, with money and my relationship with my husband yeah. because of all of that. And that was honestly one of the big things that turned me to a yes with Whitney, because I was like, 
okay, this woman isn't just in it for the money. She truly does care about her clients. She she yeah. cares about the people she coaches. And she, like she said, she, she cared more about me having that, that conversation and more about me pulling that thread and figuring that out than she did about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my coach brain saw it and I was like, yeah, I see that. I see. Yeah. So that's one, that's one. If anyone, I mean, people could shut off the podcast right now and probably really, I mean, we've dropped a lot of gold nuggets, but that's a huge (laughs) one is like, don't trade souls for dollar signs. And so anyways, but (laughs) this is where me and Lori laugh all the time, because I really don't remember what you were either saying in the D like, I know you popped up in my DMS. Like, like when we got off the consult, she was basically a, okay, I'm going to do it. I just have to have a conversation with Andrew or my husband. Yeah. I got, I'm, let me, but then she kept like, and this went on for weeks, maybe even a month. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, a while, probably, probably a month. Yeah. You would like comment on my post or show up to lives. And I know you popped up in my DMS a couple times and I don't even remember exactly what you said, but it would be something along the lines of like, I'm still doing it. And then yeah. it would be like, but I got a <laughs> something first or this or that. And I just remember you kept being like, I'm, d-. and then you would come kind of like bring up things about your business that were like a pain point for you. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I can't do anything with you until we like make this up. Like, it was like, I, yeah. Yeah. And you actually did. You came, you came to me at one point in the DMS and you just said, okay, Lori, like enough already. Like, and again, not, not in a mean way, but it was like, okay, like I really want to work with you. You really want to work with me. Like not what's it going to take, but like where, where well, is I basically the, said, are we doing this or not? Like what, what is it going to take? And what, what, what is going to move, what is going to move you forward? And, and it was that, I think it was, it was almost like, and this is my people pleasing stuff coming out. Mm. And I knew that at the time. And I was like, Oh, she's going to like drop me like a hot potato. She's not going to well, answer my DMS anymore. No, she would never do that. Whitney would never do that. I would, but, I would have stopped coaching you in the DMS, but absolutely. that was, the, that was the point of me calling her out. Like I had to get coaching on it and here's what will also be powerful. And this is something me and Lori have worked on with her, which is why I think her business has, I don't even know. I would actually love for you to compare last year to this year. Cause your business is probably 10 X seriously. Um, is her, yeah. Is her stepping into her power of like one of her, um, superpowers is saying the things like that really is a superpower of, yeah, there are people out there in this world that God has designed us to say the things that people need to hear. And he's gifted us to say it in a way, like Lori's saying, I don't sugarcoat it, but I'm not just like bulldozing people. Yeah. You're not mean That's about a it gift. Or arrogant. Yeah. And absolutely. Lori has that gift. And most of my clients that come to me have that gift. But like you said, there's this people pleasing side of us where society, the patriarchy, the church, somebody told us that this gift is not good. And no matter how much we try to put, you know, the cherry on top, it's always mean. We always sound awful. We should just like be like everyone else and be quiet and timid and not speak our mind. And so Blah. I feel him this, yeah, weird. That's place what I say life. to that. Blah. My business had not even fully like really kicked off, kicked off. It's true. And so I had to go to my coach, Samantha, and I was like, listen, I had a consult with, with this, with this woman. And 
I know she wants to hire me. Like, I know she does. This is not her. I said, but she's doing this and she's popping up in my DMs and she keeps getting little like breadcrumbs of coaching in the DMs yeah, she's, and she's, she's not irritating me. In. And I, I told, I told Samantha, I was like, I know that I can't help her until I can actually really coach her. And like giving her breadcrumbs in the DM is not serving her. And so I was like, so Samantha was like, okay, why don't you just say that? And I was like, just say that. I can't just say that. And And that's exactly what she said to me. Yeah. That's exactly what Whitney said to me. She goes, you know what? I want to coach with you. You know, you want to coach with me. We keep coming to these DMS you know, I'm happy to help you, but like, I can't really help you until you sign on. And it wasn't a money grab. It wasn't a money grab. It was like, I see your potential. I see the, we're back to that word. We're back to the possibilities. I see the possibilities for you and I working together. Like, are you going to do this? Are you not going to do this? And I was like, I'm in a hundred percent. And I think I sent you the money the next day or whatever. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. And Again, like you said, it's for anyone that's like, cause this, most people that listen are um, entrepreneurs and a lot of them are coaches. It's not that it's a money grab. It's that I, you truly can only do some, so much with someone one for free. Absolutely. Because they're not as invested. And two, you can only do so much in the DMs. Like uh, there's only so much I could, there is another, um, Kate, she won't care if I call her out, uh, Kate in the mastermind, like we kind of had the same conversation, um, she kept like, I built a relationship with her and we were just friends of the DMS on Instagram because she's like us yeah. and we connected. And so somehow we got to talking about her business. And so like every couple of days she would come back to me, she would check in, she would let me know like, Oh, I applied what you said. And I was sending her some of the worksheets that I give you guys yeah. in the mastermind. I was like, I'm going to give you this for free, but this would really help you. And she was like, Oh, I, I've been filling it out every day. And I just remember after like probably a month, I think of us being friends and just building relationship and talking about life and business. Um, she had said to me at some point, like, Oh, I'm kind of interested in your mastermind. Can you give me the details? And I did. And then nothing ever came of it. And I just remember going in her DMS one day, she was asking me about something. And I finally said to her, I said, Kate, this is not about me wanting your money. I said, please hear my heart on this. I can keep coaching you in these DMS, but there's only so much I can do trying to type in between running errands or feeding my family or like, I really see what your problem is and I'm trying to express it to you here, but the best, I mean, if you really want to go all in on this, you're going to have to come into the mastermind so that you can get in the community and I can coach you one-on-one and we can get on calls and we can dive in. And finally she was like, Oh my God. She just said, Oh my God, you're so right. Like you're so right. And she was like, I'm going to talk to my husband. It was like, I, I thought to myself, I could say this and she could either be like, whatever, you're just another one pretending to build a relationship with me. But I think she picked up on the genuineness like you did of like, absolutely. I really want to help you, but I can only do so much in these DMs. So what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, anybody that (laughs) listens to your podcast or knows you or has met you, Whitney knows that your heart is like, it's like the Grinch. It grows like, like it it grows (laughs) multiple times. Like it's big. You have a huge heart and, and you can feel that after you've formed a relationship with you and I, that's what happened to me. And I'm sure that's what happened to Kate. It was like, okay, we are hearing your heart. We are knowing that we're not just a number. We're not just a dollar sign. You truly do care about your, the people that you coach and the people that you're going to coach. And like you said, there's only so much you can do. And I find that in my own business is that 
you know, like I, I can build relationships with these women, but it, at some point, and it's not as harsh as what my dad used to say, you know, sh- sh- or get off the pot. Yeah. It's not that, but it, it, it kind of is. It's like, okay, like, are you going to do this or are you not going to do this? Yeah. Because that's the question. Do you, do you believe in yourself enough? Do you want the possibilities in your life? Do you want the growth in your life? Do you want to stay stuck where you are for the next six months or a year or 10 yeah. years or whatever? Or do you want to make changes, whether they're small changes or big changes? That's up to you as the, as the person that's being coached. Those are, those are your, um, parameters that you put on your on your life or whatever and it's up to them as to what they want to do and the the powerful thing about coaching is that the more you coach and the more they get into it and the more they understand it the more they they see the possibilities and the more that they Mm. understand that things can happen for them when they take that one little step you know if a client right now who you know she's not an agoraphobic like she's not she's not, you know, completely housebound, but she has, she has social anxiety and she has a hard yeah. time getting out of her house. And so we've been working for months now on, okay, well, how do you, how can you get out of your house and still feel like you are accomplishing something, but still feel safe? Yeah. And so it was, it was, you know, like, okay, well just, do you have a garden in your house? Yes. Okay. Well just, how about if you just go out in the garden for 10 minutes? And so she's, that was the first small step that she took. And then it was like, okay, well, how about you go out the garden and then you actually go out the gate and then Mm -hmm. you walk down the street. And then it was like just exponentially like moving her forward with these tiny steps. And now she's going for like kilometer long bike rides and like leaving her house. I mean, I, like I said, she wasn't, she wasn't to the point where she couldn't leave her house at all, but like, it was just a matter of finding that, that safety, that security space for her. And, you know, that's what that, again, it's, that's the power of coaching, you know, is. being able to teach them and, or guide them, not teach them, but guide them into, you know, empowering them to, to do what they actually want to yeah. do. That's so know? good. And I, I was wondering when you were talking, let's talk about, cause your, <laughs> your consult, uh, conversion rate is like a hundred percent. It may be like 98% now, but yeah, it's pretty it's- much like, here's the thing about Lori. Lori doesn't book. She doesn't book a lot of consults, but here, true. it doesn't matter because here's the difference. She's doing quality over quantity. You're not somebody that's like, oh, I do like 10 consults a month, but you're only signing like only one client signing up. You're literally doing like one consult a month, but the one client is signing up. And though that one client at a time adds up. So I was just thinking the way you were explaining to me, like, oh, I show my clients this and it's all about the possibility. And with the, um, I guess just what is it about? Cause truly like, we're not exaggerating. It's like honest to goodness. Um, I would say probably in the, okay, let's say this in the year we've been working together. How many no's do you think you've gotten? Like on an actual consult where the person was like, no, I mean, I don't think it's probably more than two. I, unless I'm forgetting some, I, I maybe. Yeah, I would say maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. Now, how many consults do you think you've done? We should probably put into perspective of like, it's not like you're doing like 20 consults a month and only one no. person ever has said no. No, I mean, there've been months where I haven't done any consults. Yeah, yeah. And then there's been, I mean, on average, I would say I probably do one to two consults a month. Yes. 
And, and almost all of them are saying yes, except like one person. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, it's funny. Cause I, I don't feel like that sometimes. Cause I yeah. say to Whitney, I'm like, Oh, I had a consult and you know, I didn't think it went very well or whatever. And then I get a notice from the person like the next <laughs> day and they're like, yeah, that was great. Okay. Let's sign me up. And it's like, Oh man, how did that happen? <laughs> but I can tell you how it happened. You created it. I created it. Yes. What is, what are you doing on these consults? That's making them so powerful. Like truly it, you know, don't overthink it. Like it doesn't have to be in a method. Just how, how do you show up? What is your energy? What is your mindset going into it? What do you kind of walk them through that just makes them so powerful? Well, I would have to say that one of the things that, that makes it powerful for me as a coach is being completely unattached with the outcome. Mm. And I know that that sounds kind of like, I don't know, weird, but it, that's exactly what happened. And, and as soon as I got into that energy, that's when I stopped having no answers. Yeah. And that happened probably last spring. Um, when I, I had this woman who I knew from my life before, and she came to me and she said, you know, um, one of my uh, other therapists or whatever suggested that I get this life coach. And I was like, okay, whatever. And, and she goes, and I thought of you because I know you're a life coach. And I was like, okay. And like, I literally did not think this woman wanted to have a life coach. It was like, whatever. I had the consult with her and she's like, okay, I'm going to sign up. And I was like, like, I, I was like looking around going, is she talking to me? And it was, and I coached with Whitney about it. I think it was the next day or maybe even that evening. And I just, and she said to me, she goes, okay, well, what was your energy? And I said, I was completely unattached to the outcome. Yeah. And that was like the magic aha moment for me. It was like, oh, okay. So if I go into the rest of my consults for the rest of my life, being completely unattached, unattached be as, you know, because you're kind of taught not to coach on a consult. Like you're mm-hmm. there to kind of- yeah ask them questions and, and give them your diagnoses kind of thing, and then have them paint a vision of what they actually want. And then you tell them how you can help them get that vision, right? That's kind of how that all happens. And, and so when I, when I went into consults after that, I was like, you know what, if I just do that and be completely unattached to the outcome, then probably people are going to sign up. And that's exactly what's happened. I think I've had one other no (laughs) since then. They are totally signing up. And it's like, how did this happen? But it's all about the energy and it's all about the attitude and it's all, and I don't mean attitude, like a bad attitude. Like you're not going in with a bad attitude. You're going in with a, I have control of this situation. I'm going to show them what this looks like. I'm going to show them the power of coaching and I'm going to help them paint a vision and show them how they can get that. Yeah. That was really powerful for me when Whitney taught me that actually was help them paint a vision of what they want their life to look like. Like as a woman, you know, how do you want Mm -hmm. to feel? How do you want to show up in the world? What do you look like? What does your house look like? What does your body look like? What is your energy? Like all of the things that I deal with, with women, if you can get them emotionally attached to that, vision mm-hmm. it's powerful and they yeah. and like I have I've had women in consults cry yeah totally and they're like totally. oh my gosh like I can see that this is like this could be real this could be a possibility and again we're back to that word right it's possibilities yeah 
It totally is. How do you start your consults? Like when you first get on the call, how do you like, how do you start them with? I start them with just a, an, like an introduction, like tell me who you are. And then I kind of, I like to kind of take control of, at least I try my best, take control of the consult right from the get-go and just say to them, okay, this is how I like to run my consults. You know, we don't have, you know, four hours to do this. We have a short amount of time. Um, This is what, you know, we're going to do. I'm going to talk to you. You're going to talk to me. I'm going to ask you some questions. Then I'm going to show you, you know, how, what your life could look like based on what you've told me. And then you can have, ask me some questions and then we'll talk about what it's like working together. And then we'll basically be done. Is that okay with you? And typically they say yes. And then I ask them, you know, okay, so what brought you to the call today? Like what was, what was the catalyst for you saying yes to this consult call? Like what's your why basically? And then it's hard because they, they, they get on and they, they kind of think that coaching is a little bit like a therapy session in a consult. And they're like, well, and they tell you all the things. Right. And then, and so that's when you, and I've, I've learned this over the course of the last year is you really have to take control of it and not in a, like, well, I'm the boss kind of way, but take control of it and just stop them at points and and say, okay, I'm just going to stop you there for a second. And, and then you you redirect the conversation. You know, if they're going down yeah. a rabbit hole, you don't really have time for that. Um, and it's, I don't mean you don't have time for that because you're too busy and you're too important. I don't mean that at all, but you want to, you want to get them to the, what do I actually want? Yeah. Right. You don't want to hear all about their husband and their dead dog and their, you know, their yeah. divorce. And their right. I mean, cause that, that'll happen. That will definitely yeah. happen. Once you get into a coaching relationship, you'll hear all that stuff. You don't need to hear that on the consult. No, it doesn't. You're right. It's you're right. It's not about like, I don't have time for this. It's like, no. we don't have time as in, it doesn't serve you exactly. or me to just Correct. sit on here and talk about your entire life. It just doesn't. We Let's talk right. about like, what do you want? And yeah, why don't do you think you, you have it? Yeah. And why don't you think like, what's stopping you from having it? And again, they can go down all these rabbit holes. Oh, well, you know, my husband's a drunk and I've divorced and, you know, my mom died and I have, you know, it can be all of those things. But again, you want them to paint the picture of what they want Mm -hmm. and um, what's stopping them. And then you want to kind of read between the lines. And that's something that you've taught me. It's like, Mm. it's not always about what they're saying. It's about, sometimes it's about what they're not saying. And it's it's like always about, yeah, it's crazy. It's about what they're not saying. And it's about noticing the patterns that they're talking about. You know, like if they're saying, oh, well, this person and this person and this person, and they're never saying, well, I, you know, because then it kind of comes back to, okay, well, they're not taking responsibility for their life. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the victim mentality, you know, like there's all of these things that, that you learn as you go along. And I can say that, like, I do consults a lot better now than I did a year ago, for sure. You know, like, and, and I still have a cheat sheet that I look at before I get on them just to make sure that I'm going to, you know, I get my brain ready for it. Um, but again, I get, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I almost don't even need that anymore. No. And, you know, like you just, you get more comfortable with your own process and with your own way of doing things. And again, you show up as yourself. And when you're, when you're tied down to like a script you don't yeah. feel like yourself. Yeah. So the more comfortable I've been with getting on a consult, 
the better it goes. And again, yeah. that whole unattached is <laughs> yeah. golden. Like that's, if you take nothing else away from this conversation that you're listening to right now with Whitney and mm-hmm. I, that is the one key thing is like being completely unattached. And I don't mean being unattached, like uninterested or you don't care or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, like your energy is, I just want the next best thing for this person. If they hire me or don't hire me, you, like you said, Whitney, like you may be the only life coach that they ever interact with in their life and you want it to be a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you do when, cause this is something that I, and I'm always having to coach my clients on, cause it's going to happen to all of us all, all the time. What, how do you respond or what do you do when the objections come up towards the end? You like get to the end and then you say, okay, great. Do you want to know? Or one of two things happens. Either they're going to say, oh my God, like, this is so amazing. Um, like I, what are the details? Like what, how do I do this? Like, how do I sign up? Or they don't. And you're just kind of like, okay, um, where it fits, you don't just randomly say it, but where it fits, you say, okay, I can see there's a lot of work you and I could do together to create, cause you've painted the vision for them. And you say, right. we could do this together. Would you like to hear what it would be like for us to work together? And they're going to say yes, but either way <laughs> you've gone into what it looks like. You've talked about the price, the package, how it looks, how it works. And then it's either like, you said it's the scarcity mindset of like, Oh, I don't, I don't have money for that. Or, Oh, I can't afford that. Or, Oh, I'm already right. We were talking about this the other day. Oh, I'm already in so much debt or, Oh, my husband's not going to let me spend that money. And I have found for like 90% of the people, that's usually the objection. I have talked to this other 10% where they're like, Oh, I don't, Oh, I just, I don't know. Like life's really busy. The kids, the sports, the back to school, my job. I don't, I just don't know that I have, I don't know that I have time to put this on my plate right now. That's like a 10% of the people. Mm -hmm. This is going to go into you not being, so being unattached, not being attached. How does that show up when you have to now go in and talk to them about what we call their objection, their barrier, where they're trying to get in their own way? Yeah. um, I have to admit, I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm super good at this part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that like, you've taught me that we do coach on the objections. Yeah. And we, again, it's a little bit about reading between the lines and sometimes it's not like, it's almost n- always not about the money. It's about something else. It's never about the money. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, even this last consult that I had where the woman signed up for my group coaching program, it, you know, she told me it was about the money. We'd had a consult back in May. And again, she told me it was not about, it was about the money. She was trying to pay off debt. And when I got to, I, I actually, you know, contacted Whitney and I just said, you know, I got this person, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Lori, it's not about the money. You know, if she has this debt and she had it back in May and she's still paying off debt, I mean, I don't know. And I, I went back to this woman and I typically don't go back to consults. Yeah. You know, like I typically, if they say no, then it's a no. But like we talked about before, I don't have a lot of no's. And so when this person was like, no, I was like, hmm, okay, how do I deal with this? So it was kind of like, um, I coach with it. I coach with Whitney on it. And she was like, it's not about the money, Lori. It's about her. Um, oh, how did you word it, Whitney? 
it's it was something like well, okay, let's let's go there because this was really powerful. Because a lot of people get this. I've gotten this plenty of times. Oh, I can't pay for that. I'm in debt. I'm already in debt. Yeah, like I'm paying yeah. off debt. And I said, Lori, here's what's interesting. This is the reading between the lines. Yeah. She's telling you she can't pay for the coaching yeah. program because she's in debt. Now, if someone's in debt, that means that they already spend money they don't have. That's so that we know that got me. <laughs> we know it's not about the money. The fact that she's in debt and she's been in debt all year because Lori, what Lori's saying is she had a consult with this woman back in May and the woman said, and we're not saying that the woman is lying. She really is in debt. That's yeah. She was saying to Lori in May, I would love to do this, but I'm in debt now fast forward to October. And the woman's saying, okay, I see you launched this group program. I really want to do this, but yeah. I'm in debt. And so I just pointed out to Lori, well, this is really interesting. She's telling you, she, she's been telling you for six months, she can't pay for coaching because she doesn't have the money, but she's in debt because she spends money. She doesn't have all the time. So why would you not just spend money? We're not, why would you not spend money on yourself? If you're going to, if you're going to spend money, you don't have, shouldn't you spend it here? Yeah. Exactly. Like, why will you go into debt for shoes and clothes and going out to eat and this and that, but you won't go into debt for coaching. So yeah. And, and I, I, don't, and said, I, honestly, I don't normally go back, but you did this time because yeah. we coached on it and yeah. you checked in with your motivation behind it. Exactly. And it was, it was coming from a good place of like, I really want to point this out to her that she's been circling the drain with me. Like she was your yeah. Lori. She keeps she, she she's was. getting on consults. She keeps coming back here. She's literally telling to my face that she wants coaching. I'm not just yeah. guessing. But she keeps telling herself that she can't over the money. And what Lori was saying was, I don't even care about, she, Lori was saying like, I don't care about her hiring me because I really want her money. And I just want to sign a client. Like she keeps telling me she wants the coaching, but for six months, she's been coming up with all these reasons why she can't do it. And I just want to point out to her that she is sabotaging her own growth. Like, yeah. And I was like, great, go tell her. Yeah, Go and that's tell her exactly that. what happened. I did. I went back to her. And like I said, I typically don't do that. And I just said, you know, like, I'm noticing a pattern. And I just said, you know, like, this is, this is the power of coaching is when you're with a client and you notice patterns, you, you point them out. And so that the person can go, oh, and I, and I did it lovingly. And I told her, I said, I, I, I was you. I did this with my own coach. I circled the drain. I, you know, talked to her in between things and said, oh, I want to do this, but oh, I can't. And I'm, too, you know, I don't, I'm broke and I have debt and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, you know, like, and I didn't say to her, you know, you're spending money that you don't have anyway. So whatever. I didn't say that to her, but I just said, you know, I, I just want you to notice that you're, you're saying that you want this, but you're not allowing yourself you're not allowing yourself or giving yourself permission to want it badly enough. Mm -hmm. And, and she was like, tell me more about the the program. So I told her more about the program and I thought, Oh, she's just going to keep asking me questions. You know what? I'm going to just keep answering the questions until I get to the point where I feel like, okay, well, she's really not going to take this step, but she asked me a couple of questions and, and I answered them and she's like, Oh, okay, that's great. And I was like, Oh, okay. So she's shutting down the conversation and that was fine. Not more than two hours later, she came back to me in a text or a message and said, um, okay, Lori, let's do this thing. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay. You know, so sometimes <laughs> you just have to yeah. just, you know, feel them out and, and 
and you again you have to be completely unattached like i answered the questions and i was like okay like i've done all i can do and and really that's all you you, you have to give yourself permission to say i've done all i can do yeah it that is the power of coaching like that's the power of being a coach and i will say this this is a shameless plug for hiring a coach you need someone to give you feedback that's on the outside of you because we're yeah. all attached. We're all too close and too attached to our own stuff. Yeah. I so agree. you need someone that's on the outside to be like, you're like, Hey, this is what me and this woman talked about. This is what's coming up. This is what I noticed with her. You need someone on the outside, like for like me to be like, okay, well, what are your thoughts yeah. behind it? Well, why do you want to? And I don't even actually think you said you wanted to go back to her. I finally said, I think I finally said to you, do you want to go back you? and bring this up to her? Because your energy's in a good place. This isn't because you're feeling graspy or you need validation, or you just want to sign a client to feel better about yourself. It's like, yeah. no, I, I see that you really care about this person. You really want to help her you see where she's getting in her own way. And I just said to Lori, like, what is stopping you from going back and saying, Hey, you know what? I've been thinking about our conversation. This is what I'm noticing. And I really just want you to see it. it even if you don't come into the program, I want you to see this yeah. just for yourself. And that's exactly what happened. And I did say that to her. I said, you know, like, I would love to have you as a client. I would love to have you in the program that that's, you know, I think it would be fantastic for you. But in the meantime, this is what I've seen. And I think that was the power of coaching. I think that's when she was kind of like, Oh, Again, she, Lori does see me as more than just a dollar yeah. figure, or she does see me as a person who actually legitimately wants coaching and she's willing to do that for me. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that was the, that was the catalyst for her. Yeah. And I want to go back to something that you said earlier about, you know, I wasn't graspy and honestly, I haven't been graspy for probably the last six to eight months. And that mm. I think has made all the difference. It's that it's, again, it goes back to that kind of unattached, you know, when you're, when you're feeling, I think you get, and I think you've coined this term, that comparisonitis, where you get into that, that river of misery, like you said, mm. you know, where you feel like, oh, I've got to get these clients, you know, especially when you're, when you're in a lot of groups and you're in a lot of masterminds and you're in a lot of, you know, you're with mm -hmm. a lot of other entrepreneurs and you see what other people are doing and, I mean, let's be real. People show their highlight reels. They don't yeah. show their real life, right? Yeah. They don't they don't show that they're a hot mess on a Wednesday or whatever. Right. So it's kind of I, I think it's really important to, and this is something that I've learned over the course of the last probably year to six, six months to a year, is not to compare myself and my results to other people because I'm not them. They're not me. I don't know what they're doing or what they're not doing. Yeah. And as a Christian, I, I just have to really believe that God has a plan and that his timing is perfect. And the people that he wants me to help, he's going to bring to me. And that's, that's changed my whole outlook about the whole graspy needy kind of thing. I just, I just don't like that feeling. First of all, it's mm -mm. an awful feeling and I don't want it in my life. And mm -hmm. so that's why when I go into consults or that's why when I go into conversations with people, it's like, I'm here to give them the next best step forward, whether it's me or not me, that's fine. And, you know, of course we all want to have more clients and we want to, you know, make our impact on the world and, you know, bring glory to God and all of those wonderful things. But 
and and we can all do the affirmations you know like i will do this or i will do that like, all of those things and those are all good things yeah. but we don't have to make them into ultimate things right we don't have to make them the end all and be all so that we're miserable trying to keep up with the yeah. joneses yeah right? yeah we had a conversation just recently about my clients most of my clients like 99% are slow burn clients yeah there are people that do have success quickly and yeah. and i mean quickly like it's not overnight but i'm in tons of facebook groups i'm in tons of group coachings masterminds i have colleagues that yeah i look at some people and i'm like damn like <laughs> you just took off you know and i look at my own business i i just i mean i've already i've made well over a hundred um, thousand in my business, but let me say this, I've been in business for four years. So a cumulative over four years, I've made well over that, but I just now am, am in a place where I'm going to make six figures in, in a consecutive, like January to December. Right. And, um, it took me, you know, ending this year. So it will have taken me almost four years to get there now. I have colleagues. I am in coaching groups that, that are paid coaching groups that I'm in where I literally will see other people celebrating where they're like, Oh, <laughs> launched my business in 2020 and I've already made 200,000. And I'm just like, how, how, in the you, world? how did you make, how did you make 200,000 in 18 months? And, and there are people that it kind of feels like, damn, like, wow. Um, but my client, I was, a, I am a slow burn and my clients come to me because they are slow burns. Cause we kind of attract who we are. Right. Yeah. What has that, what does that mean for you? Cause we had a conversation about this. Like, what does it mean to you? You did a whole post in our mastermind group. What does that mean to you to be a slow burn? Like, what does that look like for you? That's an interesting question because I mean, I've never really heard that term before I met you, but it resonates with me because first of all, I love campfires. And mm -hmm. second of all, that slow burn, it, it kind of, it brings up images for me of like embers that are, are just there in the bottom of the campfire okay. pit and the wind comes up. And then all of a sudden those embers start to kind of like get brighter and brighter and brighter. And then they burst into a flame. And for me, that, that kind of feels like that's been my journey is I've always had this this burning sensation of, I want to help these women. I really want to help mm. these women. I really want to help these women. And it's, it's been like me just fanning that flame little by little by little, you know, whether it's consistent posting or whether it's um, creating relationships with women that have, you know, come into my world or or whether it's like I said earlier about the garden of value, you know, like planting those seeds, constantly planting those seeds and watering them and continuing to forge those relationships or continuing to have coffee with this person, you know, after I've, you know, already met with yeah. them twice or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm an outgoing person and that's fine. And I love doing all of those things, but you do get to a point where you're like, Oh, is this enough? am I, am I doing enough? Am I like, am I missing a piece of the puzzle? Like, why isn't this happening? Why isn't this happening? And then God just speaks to you or, or Whitney speaks to you. <laughs> God speaks to you through me. Like I'm, 
<laughs> and and it kind of just is that just keep going just keep going you know it's like in Nemo just keep swimming just keep swimming yeah. and you know you just do and is it hard absolutely sometimes it's hard but once you realize that that slow burn is actually who you are yeah. and you're not this you know well off into you know making two hundred thousand dollars in the first year of your business yeah. or whatever it's it's totally fine and again it comes back to that comparisonitis you don't have to compare yourself to anybody you are exactly and you say this to me all the time laura you are exactly where you need to be at this point in time this is yeah. exactly where god wants you to be yeah at this space at, you know at such a time as this just like esther right because if you were supposed to be some i always tell my clients like <laughs> They always think I'm going to say something really profound and deep and have some answer, like the <laughs> magic piece of the puzzle. Cause I'm like, I'm always like, you know, for example, they'll come to me and be like, yeah, but like, I should be farther along. I should have, Why? I should have four clients instead of one. And I always say, no, you're supposed to have one client right now. Do you want to know how we know that? And they're like, how? And I'm like, because you have one client right now. And if you were yeah. supposed to have four, you would. Yeah, and if you think about it, it's really the truth. If you were supposed to have four clients, you would have four because you would have figured out whatever you needed to figure out to have four. And the fact that you have right. it means you were not supposed to have them right now. Like exactly. It's all in God's timing. And it's all about, you know, God is growing you at the same time you're trying to grow clients, right? You're it's literally like you're on the right track. You're on you're on the right trajectory. And it's like, you always say to us, we don't, you don't have a consult until you have a consult. Exactly. You don't have a client until you have a client and yeah. you don't have those things because you're not ready for those yet. If, if God would have given me six clients, when I launched my coaching business, you know, a year and a half ago, I would have been like, what the, and you, I remember coming yeah. to you and getting coached the first client I had. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have my first paying client. Now, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, all of us do that. I, that's what's so funny is like, I think I just said that it's in the mastermind a couple of weeks ago. I was like, whatever it is that you guys think you like, if you had this, you'd feel better about your businesses. I was like, if some of you woke up tomorrow and you had 13 people in your DMS wanting yeah. to schedule consults, you guys would pee your pants. Exactly. You think that's what you want. Cause you think you would feel better. But if you actually had that, you would piss yourselves. Like, yeah, my you, you don't, you're not really ready for it. Exactly. Because you don't know how to handle it. You don't, you don't have the, the tools. You don't have the expertise for that because God knows you're not ready. Yeah. And that's okay. You're a slow burn. Like, why don't yeah. you just get the two clients that you have? And like, this is really what I think some of your secret sauce has been. Like you said, you're not doing like, when we say you have like a 98% close rate, you're not doing 20 consults a month. You're exactly. not signing, you're not signing 18 clients a month. And you have like 50 clients. You're literally like, if I were to average it out, it's probably like one client a month, right. but everything that you're learning, coaching those clients, it's like stacking up to the point where it's like, yeah, you only had one client for a long time, but you would always come to me and be like, oh, she's bringing this to the call. And I didn't know what to say. You're like, what should I have said about this? Or like, what should I have done on this console? And like, as you're learning those lessons, now we're adding a second client, a third exactly. client. And now you're launching your group program and you signed yeah. multiple clients in the first couple of days. Yeah. Like multiple, you're yeah. going to sign more. And, um, I, and you know what, uh, I want to just put out there that like, yeah, I did sign multiple clients in the first couple of days of launching my program, but I'm also okay 
like I, again, I'm that unattached thing. And I, Whitney and I've coached on this. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, what, what will happen if you don't get any more clients in the group coaching? Yeah. And I said that to Whitney, well, what's going to happen? And she's like, then those people that are in there right now are going to get some really good coaching because yeah. it's going to be, be group. yeah, really, and you know what? And that's okay because I'm going to learn so much out of it. It's all about the learning curve. And I'm going to learn a lot about myself. I'm going to learn a lot about them. They're going to learn a lot. And the next time I launch the program, you know, hopefully I'll get more people or whatever. And I mean, it, I mean, registration is still open for it. So who knows how many more people I'll get. Yeah. Tell that's where I wanted to get to. That's actually perfect. Cause since we're going to be finishing up, tell them because it is open right now. Yeah. Tell them about, tell them the deets. So, um, it's, called midlife awakening it's a six-week program (laughs) it's a six-week program um weekly coaching calls on zoom so it's online it's not in person Mm -hmm. um so anybody all over the world can you know get in there it's like i said six weeks it's four four hundred and ninety seven dollars for six weeks and we will be talking about all the women things we'll be talking about mindset we'll be talking about um Actually, I should go back because it's based off of a course that I wrote about four years ago, probably more than four. I've got to add two years for COVID, um, probably more like five or six years ago, um, called The Wholeness Connection. And it's all about the alignment of mind, body, spirit, which I talked about. Which earlier. I love. Yeah. And, and so um, that I'm going to work. It's based off of that. And it's yeah. going to be all about midlife women. So it's going to be all about midlife women, body stuff, all about midlife women, spirit stuff, and all about midlife women, um, mindset stuff. And so it's going to be all about, you know, growing and learning about yourself. And, um, I'm going to really coach the women one-on-one, um, because it's going to be a small group. I've limited it to 10 people and, yeah. Um, even yeah. if there was 10, I can tell you <laughs> groups, even if there was 10, it still will almost feel like individualized one-on-one coaching. That is such a small, intimate group. It's yeah. You yeah. It's going to be so great. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. And so it will probably be, it's going to be an hour, um, every week and it's launching on October the 25th. And like I said, registration is open. You can DM me, um, yeah, tell them where to find you because uh, like, I'm telling you guys, literally I'm telling you, cause me and her coached on it, like <laughs> for the price that is a freaking steal. Like I'm telling you that's, that's yeah. it's because every, if they have heard you say nothing else, you literally help women in midlife, have this awakening, figure out who are you without the kids at home and yeah. whatever. Some may be retired. Like, who are you? If you're not this person at your job and you're not mom, you're still mom, but you're not 24 seven mom. And you're not, maybe you step down from ministry and like, you just have this whole life ahead of you. You can spend the next 40 years of your life doing whatever the H E double hockey sticks you want, yeah, like wandering in, in the desert all, <laughs> in 40 years. And, and she, like she said, she's talking about mind, body, spirit. She's passionate about the hormones and the sleep and the eating and the body. And it's not just phys- like, she can help you physically because she's also a personal trainer, but like physically we can talk about body stuff because there's change yeah, there, but absolutely. like hormonally and mentally you have thoughts. Like she wants to help you with all of it. How do your relationship with your adult kids look? Your yeah. husband, who are you? What are your boundaries? What do you want to do? I'm telling you, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Like, <laughs> because I'm only 36, right? And I'm like yeah. totally changing my life. So imagine being 50 and looking at your life and being like, 
I can do what whatever I, do I want now? for the next 40 years. She's exactly. going to walk you through that for 497. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Come Absolutely. on. Come on. What are Where you do they, where do they, what are you, what's it going to take? <laughs> where do they find you? They find me at, um, well, on Facebook, Lori Harrell. Um, I'm the blonde with the spiky hair and, um, they can find me. Um, you can DM me at messenger on yes. that, or they can find me at Lori Harrell. So that's L O R I H U R R E L L at gmail.com. Yes. And you I'll put all this in email. the show notes too. Like, yeah, they'll, you can, they'll have it. and, um, my website at the moment is under um, construction, so you can't find me yeah. on a website yet, but, um, yeah, that's how they can find me. And if you, I will put it in the show notes if you're listening and still, if you're like, what just, you guys can reach out to me and I can yeah, get absolutely. you in touch with her. So like find me, find Lori, but either way, yeah. um, but I'll put, I'll put all that in the show notes. And then, so when does registration we're okay. So if you're listening to this, it is cause this we're could be, 13th. it's October 13, 2021. Right. So we're talking 2021. When does registration close? Did you already say that? Um, I did not say that. And I actually haven't really thought about it. Um, I think I'll probably, when does it start? It starts October 25th, which is a Monday evening at seven o'clock. Um, did I make it seven? I think it's seven, seven to eight. Um, I wanted to make it at a time when like people in the West could still get on people in the East could still get on. Cause I'm in Eastern, I'm in Eastern time zone. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I haven't really decided when okay. it's going to stop, but probably. Well, the we know Saturday for sure before. the 23rd. Yeah, the 23rd. Yeah, the 23rd <laughs> probably least. is okay. when I will stop registration. Okay. Um, but but yeah, I wouldn't wait because like, no. because some people go, oh, great. But she's only taking 10 and she, yeah. I can tell you for a fact, like this is not like a false scarcity that I just did a podcast on. This is real. She's already signed a handful of clients. So like, don't wait because it might be full. So just don't wait, just go get a hold of her. Yeah. Don't wait. And you guys, and I will say this for her, cause I know it's true. If you have questions, if you don't know if this is for you, she's unattached. So she will, you guys can have a conversation, email yeah, her, absolutely. DM her. She will tell you if she thinks it's a good fit for you. Cause she, we, because I coach her, I know she only wants the good, she only wants good fits in there. So she's not yeah. just going to tell you, oh yeah, it's for you to get your money. She's really going to be like, um, maybe you should wait or like, nope, I don't think this is what you're looking for. Or she may say like, girl, this is like totally right up your alley. You're going to love the other women. You're going to love, like you need to get in there. She's going to tell you either way. So just reach out if you don't know. Yeah, exactly. All right. So if you were going to last question, if you were going to tattoo something on their heart, what would you say to these people listening after everything we've talked about today? Are we talking a real tattoo or just like a, well, kind word to put to them well okay so i say like tattoo on their heart because i mean it like if it's you're gonna you would tattoo it on their heart so you would leave it it would be there you really want them to take carry it around with them in their heart forever what do would you want them to remember well i have an actual tattoo on my arm and it is my um tagline for almost everything i do and i would tell them this there is freedom in becoming yeah. So, and that just means that when you become who God created you to be, you gain so much freedom in your life. Yeah. And that's what yeah. most midlife women in my experience want, need, and desire is to figure out who they are supposed to be becoming. And when they do that. that, the world opens up for them. 
I love that. There's freedom in becoming. Hey, I want to personally invite you to join my Courageous Heartpreneur program. This is the exact container you need to learn how to become a client magnet and then market yourself in such a way that you create clients and cash on repeat. If you're ready to up-level your marketing and sales so you can stop chasing clients and actually have the business of your dreams, this is the program for you. Head to the show notes and you can get all the details and get enrolled and I'll see you inside.